0: Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast, Miraculous Healing with Sharina Mikasa. I am Sharina Mikasa, and I just want to give a shout out to Single Cell Orchestra, my homeboy, Miguel Fierro, fellow stand up comedianslash actor, musician, DJ. He created that intro music for me for this um, season and I will be using it continuing moving forward. I am so appreciative. It's called Finding Peace and that music has been, it just has elevated this journey for me um, as I talk about the chakras and talk about reaching higher consciousness. This is the seventh episode of the series. I'm talking about the crown chakra Woo woo! We have made it to the crown chakra! Okay, okay, okay. So, if you have listened to the previous podcast um, episodes, um, you will understand that I've been talking about all about chakras and also my own journey as I uncover the chakras and. balance and heal and open and align my own chakras it's been a journey it's been very very interesting uh i've learned a lot and i understand where i'm at to a point and i understand where i want to go so what's interesting is that i'm also talking about how to how to balance the chakras right the things to do and i have been doing these things over the past 10 plus years a lot of them um, and every year has gotten more intensified more enhanced my spiritual practices have definitely grown and now that i see that well i implement all these tools and i still may have imbalances in some areas i am understanding that i just get to go even deeper how about that <laughs> But so today, um, if you don't know about chakras or you kind of know or you're listening, you're starting to get it, the, the word chakra is a Sanskrit term meaning spinning wheel or vortex. And it's um, also known as our spiritual centers of energy and consciousness. And there are seven major chakras located in the front and the back of the body along the spine from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. Um, and... Each chakra represents a different state of consciousness relevant to our journey towards wholeness. So the chakras can either be in balance and you experience, you know, wellness and just vitality and all those things, or they can also be blocked and different chakras can be blocked and out of balance at different times. So you know, depending on where you're at, you, and what you're feeling, you know, you can focus on different ones. It's good though, especially when dealing with the crown chakra to focus on being aligned in, um, in all your chakras. I mean, not even just focusing on the crown chakra, but to have, to be whole and have wholeness and, and be well, um, You want your energy centers, all of it, to be aligned, right? So the seventh chakra, the crown chakra, has a Sanskrit term, which is Sahasrara. I like that name. I like the rara, you know. Sahasrara, um, which means bridge to the cosmos. And so it's located at the top of our head. It's interesting because I often feel a, a vibration, like a tingle, At the top of my head of my crown and it's especially intense right now at this moment started yesterday i'm going to talk more about what i'm experiencing i'm in the middle of something major at this moment so even recording um the podcast today i was like am i ready but i was like why not you know I i had to do a lot of work to um build my energy to practice these tools that i know um, that I've learned to get myself um, back up from the news that I, I heard recently. But uh, let's see. So the the mantra associated with the crown chakra is Om. That's probably um, the most common mantra that people have heard. I know I've been saying Om since I was a little girl. So when you want to meditate on the crown chakra, you can just chant Oh um. Yeah, that vibration always feels pretty good. And the color is violet or purple or also white, like a white light, which represents purity, spirituality and enlightenment. The earth chakra, um, each chakra uh, uh, or the, the earth <laughs> has its own chakras right, that are different locations on the Earth, except for the third eye chakra, which is the sixth chakra. It doesn't have a fixed location, but everyone, um, all the others have an Earth location, Um, and the crown chakra is Mount Kailash. I didn't look up the pronunciation, but Mount Kailash uh, is in the Tibetan Himalayas, and I want to go there. (laughs) It's said that no one actually climbs that mountain because of the respect for it, and it's just a truly sacred place. And if you look up pictures of it, it looks like it. It looks like a crown. It looks like out of this world, amazing, like place. Just from the photos, I can see the importance of this mountain and. I can't wait to visit it someday. Definitely on the list of things, of places to go. So the crown chakra represents spirituality, enlightenment, states of higher consciousness, wisdom, and divine connection with the formless, the limitless. Uh, I have to say, when I know that, when when I feel balanced in my crown chakra, that understanding of what that means that higher consciousness or that connection with the formless when you're in tuned and in flow when you're paying attention to the signs and you're you have those enhanced psychic abilities and uh visions or that knowing uh, if you haven't known haven't experienced that it's definitely worth it to to go on the journey of balancing your crown chakra, unblocking or, um, um, decalcifying your pineal gland, that's something to look up, you know, as I've been on that journey on, on my journey and started to experience like, um, more connection with my intuition and I heard someone's like, oh, it sounds like you have a decalcified pineal gland. I'm like, what, <laughs> what does that mean? You know, so I looked it up and I was like, oh, okay, well, let's do more of that. <laughs> um, so as we are immersed in the energy of the crown chakra, we feel a state of blissful union with all that is spiritual ecstasy. I, I had to pause when I said that. Spiritual ecstasy. Okay, I want to feel that blissful union at all times. Like, what? I want, I, f- I felt it. I do feel it as I've been doing uh, the research for this podcast. I felt very blissful. And I want to be in these states at all times. I do. I'm dealing with something kind of rough right now, to be honest. I got some hard news. I've been talking about my journey and, uh, kind of explaining of what I've been experiencing most recently I share a lot about being a caregiver to my mother who she um she suffers from mental health issues and now she's suffering from severe physical health issues and what's what is crazy is that a lot of us experience this a lot of us uh, experienced family members who are unwell and it has an effect on you whether you are close to them or not it it can affect you right uh, for me I'm really close to my mother so her things have, have um, an effect on me and as I am on this journey learning all the things that I'm learning about being in balance and healing I am seeing the effects uh the blocks where my blocks come from and and being an intuitive empath, right? I One of my biggest journeys is understanding myself as an empath. I still don't fully understand it. And someone had said to me or asked me, well, you have a choice on your feelings, right? And I had to explain, well, that's not always the case for me because being an empath, sometimes I can feel people's pain and not even be talking to them and they can even be in another state and I will be feeling something like an ailment like it just it it shows up as a physical pain in my body and not know and if you if you haven't heard of um an intuitive empath or you don't know it's worth discovering um what an empath is because lots of us are empaths and don't even know it and we feel things and we don't know why But the more you know about that, the better you'll understand your own self and why you behave in the way that you do, especially for me being on this journey of healing for a very long time, doing all that I can. But then there's that extra added part that isn't really discussed, especially when you're on the journey of healing. And it's like, okay, I'm doing all that I can do for myself, but I cannot deny that I am affected in and feeling the, the pain of those that I'm close to that are suffering. And yeah, it's just a part of the journey, you know. So th- this chakra, it allows us to access, you know, the utmost clarity and enlightened wisdom. And that's where I feel like I've learned a lot. But to now unlock that, that other part of okay, well, I'm an empath. So how do I, you know, clear this part out? And, and when the crown chakra is open or balanced, you know, that's where you experience a spiritual awakening, clarity of mind, increased empathy and compassion, a greater sense of purpose, improved intuition, reduced anxiety and stress. Um, and it's associated with our endocrine system, which includes the hypothalamus pituitary gland and the pineal gland um, in the brain. So I just wanna say really quick, when it says increased empathy and compassion, um, I, I have that, right? I am a very empathetic person. I care so much about others. Um, I'm always like, oh, how can I be of service to you? How can I, you know, help you heal? And and so I think my journey is, as I have this increased empathy, I am also learning how to. So in the Course in Miracles, it says, um, true empathy does not join in suffering, right? And so I am doing my best to understand what does that mean? Especially like being empathetic to the point where things manifest in my own body in the way that it does. I'm like, it can be um, slightly confusing for me because it can seem as if it's something that I'm choosing. But I'm telling you, you know... It doesn't necessarily work like that. I could be minding my own business, but somebody's in pain or losing their life or something. And all of a sudden, I'm feeling something and I'm like, ah, what is this? Who is this? Is this mine? And then next thing you know, I find out something happened to someone close to me. And I'm like, oh, dang. So sometimes, though, these things, these feelings can be debilitating and draining and drain me of my energy and um right now I'm I I don't want that to happen to me anymore you know I don't mind I love being an intuitive empath I definitely see it as a gift and I'm grateful for it I am able to use it in in many ways but I'm also seeing I'm at this place right now that I don't want nothing to hold me back from getting what I want to get, period. Nothing. Not myself and not anybody else's stuff, right? For, or their choices or whatever it is. And so I'm doing my best to clear all of that out. And I'm, I'm figuring it out, you know, but um, uh, so I mentioned the endocrine system and the last... Um, episode the the third eye chakra i did go a little deeper on the hypothalamus i believe and the pituitary gland and the pineal gland but i'm just going to mention a little bit about the pineal gland right now um it's located in the center of the brain and it's responsible for producing and regulating the hormone melatonin which is linked to sleep and wake cycles and responsible for regulating the body's circadian rhythm also known as our internal clock i I, if you, um, make, most of us heard of the pineal gland, but I highly recommend like looking it up and kind of just understanding more of its function in our body so that you can understand more about the third eye chakra and the crown chakra. So, but when the pineal gland is stimulated, you have a mental balance, mood stabilization, improved sleep patterns, boost in energy, improved heart health, and, and It's believed to play an active role in spiritual experiences and helping us access higher states of consciousness. So definitely, I highly encourage you to look up more about decalcifying the pineal gland, ways to decalcify it, or um, just understanding its function in the body. It's important um, to balancing and healing your crown chakra and your third eye chakra so when you're working on this energy center you are indicating that you're intre- you're indicating you have a interest in higher purpose and an elevated way of being so I definitely am on that journey I know I have a major purpose in life, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why I call this miraculous healing. I start that my business, miraculous healing. Uh, my stand-up is more is focused on healing and just talking about my my stuff, my family stuff, and you know, but it's geared towards entertaining and healing, and, and that's what I feel I'm called to do in my purpose and. I I'm ready. I'm ready to like really reach it in a real way in a higher way. So that's why I'm on this journey of learning what's out there that wasn't available to me when I was a young girl like I've had I've had my dream and my vision my goals that I am pursuing this has been my lifelong goal since I was such a little girl like my everyday thoughts of, who I am and what I want to be in this world and fulfilling it. And that's what my journey is all about. So I'm sharing it with you. And I'm so grateful for you to join me on this journey. You know, most of us have energetic blocks and imbalances. um, And we also have energy sabotaging habits that prevent us from accessing our full vitality. And this leads us to feeling exhausted and scattered Dull and even ill and I definitely have had my own experiences um, throughout life and understanding just how I was brought up how I was programmed um, at a young age and how to deprogram it because there's some things that just doesn't seem to match up when I look at my life and look at where I'm at in life and look at what I've overcome I do see that uh like god is up to something like god has a plan for me and it is in alignment with what i am also wanting and i trust his plan more than i trust my own so everything i'm uncovering everything that i'm discovering i know it is a part of who i want to be in this world you know so when i when i say you know the part about the sabotaging habits right and understanding myself as an intuitive empath even though i'm like oh yeah i see that as a gift i'm also seeing where i have some sabotaging ways right and i think sometimes maybe caring for others that's how those that can also become some uh, a habit and how I distract myself from doing what I wanna do or block myself in ways. I understand that some of it, you know, it's, it, all of it's a choice that I made, right? I made a choice to be there for my mother, um, especially because, so I was programmed this way at a young age. She would tell me, you know, throughout my, my childhood, that she wouldn't be here, she wasn't gonna be here long. And so at a very young age, I made up my mind that she's basically asking me to help her and that I was gonna help her and find a way. And, and that's what I've been doing, you know? I think now I'm at this place where I know I'm made for so much more. And I'm here for more than just that. And though it's helped me to like evolve into who I am today, now I'm ready to break out of that that habit of, oh, you need me. Let me be there. Like, I'm using myself as an example for sure and utilizing my gills. My, my <laughs> I, was, I meant to say gifts <laughs> and probably skills, so I said gills. But um just utilizing my, my you know, my, my gifts to be there for others, but I I, I uh, talk mainly about my mother, right? Because we're dealing with something. I don't know if I've mentioned it yet, but yesterday we got some really hard news, uh, from the doctor. Basically it was life or death. And if you listen to previous episodes or the previous episode, I mentioned that recently my mom had a heart attack. She also suffers severely from mental health issues and it's really taken over my life for a very long time. It's why I decided to go on a real deep journey of healing and focus on myself because, If I was going to help her, the only way I could do that was by helping myself first. But I also acknowledge that it's taken over a lot of my life. And right now, my mother, I'm the one who supports her, right? I have siblings, but I'm the oldest. My siblings, they have their families, their children, whatever. They went and lived their lives. I made a decision to be there for my mom for the reasons that I've mentioned before. And also, I don't know how it would have affected me not having her. I think it would have had a, a, a huge negative impact on me. So I'm, I'm really grateful that I've been able to be there for her in the way that I have. And so also on my journey, right? Like, because I've been doing all these spiritual practices and I definitely consider myself psychic and ha- with higher consciousness and things like that in this extra knowing. And I have um, visions and, and, yeah, also, you know, that, cognizance of just knowing that things are going to be all right, that things are going to work out. Uh, but the journey along the way isn't necessarily the easiest. There's some hard decision-making that comes to play. And though I want it to be easier, sometimes, you know, like, and especially being a Libra and weighing out the options, I'm like, well, I can do this or I can do that. And like, what am I supposed to do? It, it, can be challenging at times but my journey is also with that knowing how do I allow that knowing to sink in 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 my whole being and my emotional being my physical being and what does that uh, manifest as physically for me and my body because sometimes I have that knowing but then the physical aspect that um, especially getting that news yesterday the doctor pretty much broke it down to my mom if she doesn't change what she's doing and stop what she's doing she's not going to be here and she didn't say it in that way she said it in the real real way right that I'm still processing it hit me really hard I had to shift yesterday I was supposed to go to an event last night but I made a decision um, to not go because I realized that I was not in the best headspace so I did what I needed to do to calm myself and my thoughts and um, and process th- that information which it was a lot I'm still processing it I'm in the middle of it you know I didn't I, I, I actually challenged myself to record this episode today as I'm um, working through this because So even while I'm talking, I don't know how it's going to come off in my voice um, or whatever. Even though with this knowing and I feel relaxed, I definitely, there is something that I feel in my throat and in my solar plexus area that it's, it's nerves, you know, if I could describe it, that I am facing something right now because I have to make a choice for my own self and this is what this journey has been. This is a lot of how I've been able to um, support my mother in in being here and right now I have to make a a different decision Um, and so I have to do something that I haven't done before so that's why working on balancing myself and um, being in alignment so I can get that clarity on my next moves so that I can thrive right like this journey has been about healing this past decade of my life I'm about to enter a new decade of my life I want that decade to be all about thriving, do you know what I'm saying, and as I'm getting at myself out there on stage, doing stand-up comedy, talking about my journey, I'm feeling it, I'm seeing myself, I see what it's doing for me, and um, where I can go with it, and it's exciting to me, and, and I see the things that are also attempting to get in my way, which I didn't have the tools um, before right to not allow it to happen and so right now I'm foreseeing you know what is possible and you know though I've had a vision for the transformation for myself and for my mom that is is an amazing vision I'm also understanding that there there are just alternate Possibilities at play, as well, and acknowledging how those things make me feel. So, yeah, this uh, this experience is, a, is is very. I don't even know how to put it into words, but I'm here for it, right? I'm here to figure it out. I'm, I'm finding the answers, and as I'm in the middle of it, it's it's not easy it's ah man it's something but um so energy blockage um it manifests physically mentally and emotionally and especially with the crown chakra there's an unwillingness to be open to others ideas thoughts or knowledge you you can experience a dissociation from your body and feeling grounded um emotional mental and or mental symptoms um, show up as a lack of purpose depression inability to focus confusion and indecisiveness disconnection from your spiritual self a lack of connection to the world poor mental functioning hyper spiritualization closed-mindedness inability to set or maintain goals isolation and loneliness so recently i have experienced some of these especially um, with, I, I set goals and I like to achieve my goals, but this situation that I'm experiencing with my mother has made it a little more challenging for me to um, maintain some of my goals, right? And, and this is where I'm, right now, one of my biggest goals is time management. Besides everything else I've put on my plate for me to accomplish, I want to better manage my time because I know that I am putting things in motion. In action and so one of my priorities because i do feel a little thrown off is that uh um earlier this year i definitely experienced some confusion and indecisiveness now i feel much more clear um and i think that i have a lot like i said i have a lot of ideas creative ideas that i want to pursue but there is some indecisiveness there. Um, and I, I think it's just, di- it's, it's like part, partly due to my time management and then the focus, right? So I've been pivoting uh, this year. It's like a constant pivot that I've been on. And so now that I'm getting clearer, more, more clear on like my journey to stand up, I know what it is that I want as an actor, right? I am an actor, this is what I've wanted since I was a little girl, this is my, this has always been my focus, but I've had a lot of distractions. So I've been on this journey of figuring out like why I am an actor, who I am as an actor, how to use my voice, and also using what I know my spiritual gifts as well and just being light in this world and you just using all of my all of me that I am and and so yeah you know but I've experienced a lot of these different things and and so figuring out how to balance like I'm committed to the uh, my focus and um just getting organized and making decisions and and for sure maintaining my goals if there's any of the other ones that maybe you connect with it's um, worth looking into when you want to balance yourself so physical symptoms um, blocks that show up are neuro neurological disorders nerve pain thyroid and pineal gland disorders migraines and headaches schizophrenia and delusional disorders alzheimer's Difficulty with sense of direction, poor coordination, imbalance, low ability to function physically, sensitivity to light and sound, insomnia, or fatigue. So it's interesting because as I read those out, right, like I've experienced also some of those. I used to get migraines as a teenager a lot. And man, oof, oh. Oh. So recently, I started to, I, I think maybe twice, I kind of felt slightly a migraine come on, but it didn't stay because um, of my tools, right? Which meditation is like the biggest thing that I practice. Like every single day, I meditate. And anytime I'm feeling off in my body, I just get into a meditation. Definitely when I am done recording this podcast, I'm going to go into meditation and address this, like this little ball here that I'm filling in my solar plexus and and release it but um yeah I uh the practices that I've learned definitely help so if you deal with you know chronic migraines or headaches so a lot of people sometimes say they can't meditate it's it's really worth looking into if you want to find a solution for yourself it really truly it is possible. I understand when people are like, Oh, I can't, but that's also a part of a blocked crown chakra if you're if you're so solid on I can't do that when all you gotta do is sit there and breathe and focus on your breath or repeat a mantra over and over. Just say om over and over to yourself. Put on some music, you know, that's the easiest thing you can do for yourself is silence your mind and i understand it's easier said than done some people can't shut their minds off but there are ways to practice even if it's one minute or five minutes to it's worth it you don't have to pay anything you just got to find a spot where you can get to some silence you know what i'm saying it's it's worth it to try it if you're dealing with um any of these blockages anywhere in yourself in your body you know what I'm saying um, I can't help though when I read these lists out to think about my mom and her blocks and uh, when I say she suffers from a mental health issues schizophrenia is what she has been diagnosed with or being delusional and though she's on a much different end of it um, because of the fight that I've put in to get her to where she's at now, she still has this mental disorder. And it, um, it's hard. It's It's hard to navigate around. It's the obstacle, the biggest obstacle of why she's also dealing with her physical ailments. And, you know, the best thing that I can do is be hopeful because... I had no clue how we would get to where we're at right now with her illness, but it by miracles we're here. Right. And so since I've seen miracles, um, how much they've worked on my mother, I choose to believe that miracles will get us to the other side of this as well. Yeah. So it it feels good to say that, you know, um, since the seventh chakra guides our mental and spiritual intellect we need to learn how to balance the lower six chakras to effectively activate the crown chakra and i think this is like a, a really key point when um i was what i was experiencing yesterday when i decided to not go to the event that i was invited to i just put on some zen music with nature sounds and I got on my knees and I um, prayed and then I meditated myself to sleep and um, just communicated with my body because so the element for the crown chakra is thought and silence. And it's where you affirm I know. And as I said earlier, I have this vision for myself, this knowing of um Just I feel that everything is going to work out from experience and also like having premonitions, right? But I saw and felt that my body was experiencing something else. Like it's like my mind has this knowing, but it also took the information the doctor gave yesterday and processed and it was manifesting in my body. And so that's why I, I I got silent and meditated and just connected with my body, felt where I felt tension and was saying, hey, body, I know we experienced something. We are processing something. We're going to go through some changes right now, but let's get on the other side of it so that, you know, just in that space of just being so um, conscious of, my mind body and spirit and being in one and full alignment so that my mind isn't like well I know this but then my body's like acting you know all out of whack and so yeah definitely meditating and on the all my I didn't even consider it the chakras just the different places I was feeling stuff right like my tummy was bubbling yesterday it just had this heat in it it was like gassy and didn't feel good. And I was just like, oh shoot. And so yeah, definitely resting, relaxing, getting myself into a complete relaxed state um, really, truly helped. And you know, I, so I'm going to just share some ways to open and unblock the crown chakra and also what I did last night to get my play, myself in a better headspace, right? So like I said, prayer and meditation. Um, and this is practice for its ability to balance all the seven chakras because it promotes self-awareness, emotional regulation, and relaxation. Uh, yeah, so yesterday I was starting to get a headache I felt a lot of tension in my shoulders, in my um, shoulder blades and like my upper back. It just didn't feel good. When I woke up from my nap I felt better but I still had some tension. So I decided to run myself a nice bubble bath, that's one of my favorite things to do, with tons of Epsom salt because it helps relax the muscles. And I lit some candles and put on some zen music right that helped me even further so especially when I went to bed last night just get into uh, a a relaxed state Um, so those are different things to try out and also physical activity I haven't necessarily done my physical activity yet today but I will Um, yoga poses are what's mentioned most when it's Uh, comes to balancing the chakras like the headstand rabbit rabbit pose or corpse pose. I did do headstand pose today um, for some time that did help rush the blood to my head. Um, But I want to really get myself sweating and my body moving so I plan to get on my bike. I have a stationary bike and do some just my upper body stuff like you know work on my guns (laughs) and maybe even dance i love to dance so put on some music and just free myself not think about anything and just feel all in my body and work out that really helps me get into a different headspace and just be fully present i also love i learned to i learned from athletes so when i was doing writing my notes for the this podcast i turned on the track and field um events that are happening right now and i just love looking at the athletes and they're all in shape and they're super focused and right now like that's the focus that's the type of focus that i have right especially with uh balancing my chakras and just my energy levels the where i'm wanting to go i'm wanting to go to a level of a top world champion athlete right now like what does that look like when I am fully balanced in my full vitality higher self like at all times that's the mission I'm on and I want to take it in an athletic approach so that's why I am confronting anything that attempts to block me and being like hey get out the way it's Not as easy as I want it to be, maybe, but when I look at these athletes, right, I don't know what they're dealing with in their personal lives, but what they possibly are doing, if they are dealing with anything personally, is channeling it in the activities that they're doing and not letting anything stop them from reaching the top. That's where I'm on, that's what I look to because it has to be deeper. Like I said, I do a lot of these practices, right? And I still have some imbalances. I do the yoga poses. I do the breathing exercises. I meditate. I pray. And I understand as I'm doing this, there are still, like, I've come a long way. I'm pretty awesome. I am very grateful for the work that I put in to my healing. But I'm acknowledging that I have some more work to do. There's there's things that I still want to accomplish, overcome, and everything. So how do I go deeper? And when as I'm doing that, I'm I am discovering ways to go deeper because these answers that are here, they're great. Like but like I said, I'm doing most of them, so I'm still having to go deeper. So I also want to encourage you to find also what's gonna work for you uh, to achieve your goals that you have for yourself aroma uh aromatherapy is also very good um and I can say that right now I have my diffuser going and I um put cedar wood and pine in there and it just ooh it the scent if you smell it smells like outdoorsy it's like um it's very naturey but I, I feel it how I feel inhaling this as I'm speaking these things out I'm like it's uh stimulating yet i feel i feel serene and and i also have to say that that uh that ball that i was feeling in my solar plexus area has moved out so maybe because i'm talking about this stuff it's moved yes um so other essential oils that you can use uh frankincense and myrrh i do have some resin that i like to burn at times Uh, jasmine Um, and lavender are for calming the candle actually that I burned last night for my my bath um, was a mix of jasmine and rosemary and it's all natural wax and it smells so good Uh, fasting is a a way to support you when you are um, meditating and and reaching higher consciousness as well. It's like spiritual nourishment. Um, a lot of people do inter intermittent fasting is a really big thing right now. I uh, naturally intermittent fast. It's not something that I actually practice. It's just something that I do that's in me. And so, yeah, definitely when I'm meditating in the morning, it's like a period of fasting as well. So it probably does help me get into um even those higher consciousness why I start my day off in that way just knowing how I want to feel throughout the day. And crystals to use. Uh diamond quartz. Uh I actually am holding a spirit quartz right now. It's like this purplish color. It's so pretty. And when I sleep I like to hold onto a clear quartz. Um a clear quartz is like one of the most high vibrational stones. Um, I love it. Uh, amethyst is also a great stone, and sel- selenite. Sel- selenite is also a good stone to sleep with. So white or purple stones, Reiki. Um, I've gone to a Reiki healer throughout my journey. Um, when I first met my Reiki healer, she told me that hey, you can do this too. You know, like she acknowledged that I. Am gifted, and so recently I've been doing more of my own energy healing. But it, it's also really good. Sometimes you do need that extra support from a actual uh, Reiki master. So, you know, but be cautious. Uh, like you know, about who you get Reiki healing from. Don't just get it from anybody that calls himself a Reiki healer or a Reiki master. And just do that research there. And then affirmations. Affirmations that you can say are: uh, I am connected to the universe and everything around me. I am guided by something greater than myself. I honor my spirit and the divine within me. Yeah, <sighs> And just really take it in what you're saying. I honor my spirit and the divine within me. When you're affirming these things, feel it. Feel it inside of you. Believe it. These things, these are deep things to say to yourself instead of like i'm lost i'm confused right affirm that i am connected to the universe and everything around me that's that's much better that, that can help you get to where you're going quicker than uh the other way so as you begin to balance the crown chakra You may feel more at ease mentally. You feel more relaxed and clear, you know, um, just gaining that ability to situate yourself in the world around you. You may also find increased energy between your physical body and your mental state and feel more connected with the spiritual realm. This is definitely my experience. And as I said, I've just, I've been on this journey for um, some time now. It feels really good to be where I'm at. I am now ready to further my journey and and the reason why I'm working so hard on just clearing out and, and just getting in alignment and balancing myself because I understand my purpose and my mission here and I'm doing it and I, but I want to, you know, I'm ready to, go further and stuff so I'm going to keep on going with my podcast and I'm going to be recording more often my next plan is to uh, teach on The Course in Miracles so please stay tuned for that I have a plan to um, just how I'm organizing how I'm going to do that and it's not going to take me almost a year to record that series actually I have a goal to complete it within a month so yeah, just keep a lookout on for, out for that. That is why, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. Why my book, uh, not my book, my uh, podcast is called Miraculous Healing. My website, um, miraculoushealer.com. If you have any questions or you want to talk or anything that you might be experiencing that you want to share with me, don't hesitate to reach out. You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok and LinkedIn at Sharina Makasa. And yeah. You can find me where wherever you're at. I'm there. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I hope what I am discovering is helpful for you in some way, somehow. But I appreciate your time, and um, I'm just I'm just filled with gratitude. So thank you so much. Peace and blessings.